Welcome to It's Complicated, the Couple's Guide podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Talia. We're both licensed marriage and family therapists, and today, like every day, (laughs) we're debunking myths and delivering truth about dating, relationships, and everything in between. Trust us. It's awesome. Episode 44, Holidays in 2020. We are here. We made it. We kind of made it. Well, let's be positive. Never mind. We switched roles today. You're like, we made it. I'm like, uh, if you say so, girl. Yeah. But did we? No, no, it is the holiday season. So uh, I I personally am excited for that. And we wanted to take some time to address uh, what it's like being in a relationship in the holiday season, both just in general, in terms of some of the unique pressures and joys of holiday seasons, as well as the uniqueness of holiday 2020, which is of course, with all of the different crises in our world, this is, there's some very unique stuff to chat about. So. Um, where do we start, Talia? My brain's just flooded with a bunch of different themes of this time of year for couples. Uh, why don't, this just floated in for me. Why don't we do like, if you are in a relationship and then uh-huh. if you're not. Yeah, yeah. Let's, like let's, let's holiday it season in, in both aspects because yes. they each have unique stresses, right? Being single yeah. around <laughs> the holidays can be good, yeah. but also can be lonely. Right, especially after a shit show of a year like this. Yeah. And being in a relationship after a year like this could be a good thing or be a shit show. Yeah. So I feel like we have, yes. we can go down the path of what it's like being in a relationship and then what it's like not being partnered. Yes, absolutely. So great. Let's start with uh, the holiday uniqueness. survival guide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holiday survival guide. And we'll start with the being single and what yeah. that's like. I mean, the first thing you that jumps know. out to me. <laughs> What? You wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I'm going to ask you all about it, Talia. Uh, but the first thing that it's jumps not out. It's like cry myself to sleep every night with wine. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Survival guide complete. Cry <laughs> with wine. Done. Moving on to couples. <laughs> Don't develop an alcohol problem in the process. Get a therapist. You'll be fine. Okay. Three points. Cry. Drink every night. Don't <laughs> become an alcoholic. Get a therapist. Done. <laughs> Survival guide. Step by step. <laughs> uh, no, real talk. Being single around the holidays. This year, I'm cool with it. I love it. Oh. I don't like, I don't think I'd want to be mm-hmm. tied down mm-hmm. to anyone. And the fact mm-hmm. that I'm saying it that way also says a lot. Yeah. Um, does it mean the last couple of relationships that I had that were positive? I would love to be with them around this time mm-hmm. of year, but things just didn't work out for a reason, right? Yeah. And I wasn't going to keep them on the line for not feeling alone during Christmas, right? Yeah. Like that's not <laughs> that's not a worthwhile reason to be like, I, I'll just get through the holiday season, then we can break up, uh-huh. right? So I like being single around this uh-huh. time of year and it's not been that rough actually because uh-huh. there's still dating options and it's more for me to spend time with my friends and family and uh-huh. work on stuff and not have to feel the pressures of like uh-huh. whose house are oh that was always the worst whose house are we going to go to for this who's are we yeah. going to do that what are we going to do about the custody schedule all uh-huh. of a sudden it's just like I don't have to worry about yeah. any of those questions ever yeah. again yeah. so it's nice to just be like what do I want to do right yeah. like what does it have to be when I want to do this and who do I want to spend time with and uh-huh. this is the tough part though I think 
I came into the year and remained through the year with far more emotional and mental health than most did mm-hmm. because we work in mental health and mm-hmm. that's always been a priority for me. So COVID this year didn't really knock me at all. Like this was probably one of my best years, I have mm-hmm. to say, like, mm-hmm. which is not a lot of people are going to agree with that. Yeah. So I am coming from that perspective of this is a uniquely positive. So this month doesn't feel any different. Mm-hmm. But for those who this year was hard and there are losses, mm-hmm. right? It's not to say there aren't going to be family member losses and the Thanksgiving and Christmas table are going to look different mm-hmm. around this time of year and gifts are going to look different if you're not in a relationship anymore, right? That's yeah. the key piece that you and I are talking about today that does look yeah. uniquely different, whether you don't have a relationship anymore because this year you guys broke up or you have been single the whole year and this year was especially rough, the holidays can be a tough time. So that's where I would suggest reaching out to the social support system that one does have, as well as don't hold yourself to the standard that you have to be in a relationship to be happy around the holidays, right? How many people do we get in our office that just complain and argue because there's so much family (laughs) drama or partner drama, right? Especially around the holidays. So if you're single, you actually are saving yourself a lot of time, energy, and effort and stress, right? I'd rather be sad for a week (laughs) and get over it than be like fighting with my partner constantly over the holidays. So there's a win-win to to both angles of it, but being single, at least for me, has been phenomenal. Like I love it. Well, when you say there's like this win-win to both angles, I'm thinking, yes, if you're single and in some ways struggling with this holiday season, we want to take a moment to grieve that and honor it for sure, whether because you've been single for a while and been longing for a relationship and you can feel lonely as all the Mm -hmm. holiday themes of, you know, I'm thinking all the great Hallmark Channel movies of, oh, and I found my true love or whatever, or this maybe this is the first time being single in decades because your partner died and you know that that not happens every year in our communities i can't help but be curious this year if there's more of that given the pandemic happening globally so we want to honor that grief and like you're saying we have the ability to intentionally shift some focus into, well, what's the silver lining or what's positive here? I don't have to deal with that family drama or the balance or other people's needs. You get to choose what you're doing. You get to be like, cool, let me reach out to my friends and family who are available to me. Let me do all of the fun things that I've wanted to do and not have to worry about someone else's needs or compromising about who, you know, where you go with your time or, you know, my partner is the one who loves Christmas lights and goes out all the time. And you're like, I always hated that. I just want to stay home and have some hot cocoa with a little bit of Bailey's in it. And then great. Like you get to decide to do that. So again, honoring what could be some grief and hard while also having some intentional positive shifts. And you're such a great model for this, Talia. Like you said, you're having, you know, this is feeling really good for you this year. Oh, yeah. So reminding people that there's joy to be had single um, in the holiday season. Yeah. And I can do literally whatever I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody gets to tell me what to do. It's just the best thing in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. So I like it and I can yeah. travel. I can do whatever that I really want. I can see friends. I can like it's not, it's not as limiting as we often think, right? Because it's not like a single as a mindset. I'm not going to go into like full workout mode now, but like being upset about being single absolutely is a mindset, right? If you can't do anything about it, and obviously we don't want to get in a relationship out of desperation. So that's Mm -hmm. something else to be aware of that like, Mm -hmm. 
people are very lonely around the holiday times, mm-hmm. your stocking is going to be stuffed with lies. <laughs> like <laughs> that's a potential, right? Like people do get lonely. They reach yeah. out and they have this mindset of like, they don't want to be alone around the holidays, which is okay, right? You can have companionship and, and date virtually or whatever in person, whoever's preference it is. Like you can still reach out and have connection, shall I say. And it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be like the one. You can enjoy the holiday season being single yeah. without getting connected to anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Spending time with friends and their mm-hmm. relationships and families and like filling kind of that void. I'm putting it in quotes for obviously they can't see, but filling that void, so to speak, can be, it can be nice to know that you're not alone, right? Yes. And being alone is different than feeling lonely, right? Absolutely. You have no, if this is a year where you are single, right? You're just destined to be single. God forbid you lost somebody, you had a breakup, you have just been single this whole year, like we talked about taking it as a chance of a reframe of like, this is something I tell my clients. I'm like, what if this were the last year you were single and from now on you're going to be married and like this is the last year you get to enjoy it. And they were like, yeah. oh crap, I didn't think yeah. about that, right? So life hack there. Mm-hmm. Think if this were the last Christmas that you get to spend doing whatever you want before you have marriage, kids, all those things. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you want to spend it? And it can actually take a unique positive perspective and be like, oh, I want to wake up whatever I want to wake up. I want to make pancakes without my pants on, like whatever you want to do that you can't, you otherwise wouldn't be able to do if you had all these other busyness and travel and, you know, like make the most of it, enjoy it. Yeah. Make a new tradition. Oh, new tradition. I, I want to jump on because that's what I'm thinking about for, for everyone this year. Yes. Uh, is, so we'll, we'll, I'm going to bring this back up when we talk about couples also. Yeah. And with individuals, we just want to honor that it can be harder to get out of that alone space just yeah. with the nature of the pandemic right now. There's less there's opportunities. Pandemic. What's this pandemic you keep talking about? Yeah. I'm so confused. Is there pandas involved? Heck yeah, cute ones. Probably That's cute. how you get through it. A new tradition of finding new panda, panda videos <laughs> and going to Panda Express. That could be the new yeah. tradition. I was going to steal one from the zoo because they're closed. So there's yeah, not they don't need them at the zoo. They need, <laughs> those pandas are also alone. They need some sweet loving. They're and free. That's <laughs> they're absolutely free if you break in and steal them. <laughs> What's five years in jail? Yeah. You won't be alone then? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. You'll never be alone. <laughs> what were we talking about? Was that the, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, the uh, there are some unique challenges right now with, with uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, of course. So starting to process the challenge of that while also thinking about well, what are some new traditions I could do? How can I be creative? And who are the people in my life to connect with and do that? It does take a lot of work. And, and oh, I, I, I want to honor and acknowledge, and I feel this too, that it's exhausting, you know, so many months in that there's so much extra work to be done. On the flip side, like we were saying is you get to make that decision for yourself. So you have that power and excitement as yeah. well as this is a good opportunity to like, well, what's the new tradition I want to make? And you don't have to worry about someone else and balancing it. You get to really enjoy what feels great for me yep. and, and putting that effort in. So just some thoughts there about the balance of the challenges and the joys. And find other single friends. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I actually have a lot of friends right now who are, single, whether it was pre all the things during yeah. the pandem- pandemic aside, right? Yeah. And we can make new traditions, right? Yeah. It can be like a girl's Christmas or this yeah. or that, like people do Friendsgiving, yeah. right? And I'm sure 
from at least I'll speak for myself, we all have family to go to on those days. Yeah. But if you don't, and you know, around you, there is a small group who doesn't make a new thing, right? Yeah. Each You can take turns cooking, whatever it is, you know, maybe going looking at Christmas lights, like thinking mm-hmm. of things that depending on where you live in the country or the world, but mm-hmm. doing something that could be a new tradition, even with friends, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That could be important to do, even when you're single. Yeah. Uh, shifting into into couples, but sticking with this new tradition theme, uh, I think that's one of the biggest uh, I- ideas for for holidays twenty twenty that I've been really focusing on is hey, there's yeah. certain things we can't do anymore, or that this year makes it very different, and that's in some ways a good thing. Mm-hmm. And because of that, then what are some new things to do and thinking outside the box? And I'll be honest, they're not all going to be hits but they're not all going to be misses. Maybe some of them will end up being really cool. So really encouraging our listeners to sure grieve the, the traditions you can't do this year and start looking like, well, great with this extra time or energy with those traditions not being done. What are new traditions I could start? Or let me just try something that I've, I never would have had time to do. Maybe it's trying a different um, type of, holiday treat baking that normally you would do like the the like my dad he, he's like famous for his new york cheesecake right well maybe that's too much treat to go around for your household or who you're going to be seeing so maybe the new tradition is you still bake that cheesecake but you go find a, a local shelter uh maybe like a youth shelter or something that could really use that really cool baked good um, so, they yeah. got, so instead of doing the cookie exchange at work because there's not as much, you know, flow at work, go donate it somewhere. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. I'm just start randomly throwing out ideas. I, I mean, that's true, by the way, for whether you're a couple or an individual, that's just yeah, yeah. an idea. Um, but with couples, you can be having that same new tradition. Like, well, what do we want to do now Yeah, that we're kind of stuck at home and mm-hmm. it, it's just us or it's just our family and what, what might we zero in on to Puzzles. honor our connection? Puzzles. Puzzles, board games. Yeah. Those can get pretty competitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not violent like that, but like there could people some giving some competition yeah. there. Um, what else are things couples can do together? I don't know. Clean the house. <laughs> Take this time. Yeah, Take this time to get the to do's done. Like, yeah, get yeah. your to-do list done. Yeah. Go through old things. Like make yeah. it a new year, right? Yeah. Like you can do things to like going to couples therapy can be a yeah. great thing to do around Christmas time. There you go. Get you started. Probably would have had to call us like a month ago because we're pretty slammed this year. Yeah. But yeah. but it doesn't mean you can't start the work now, right? Mm-hmm. Getting go- those uh, books that we've mentioned this whole year, mm-hmm. like working through um, some workbooks, right? Some mm-hmm. couples workbooks, that can be a fun mm-hmm. thing that you can mm-hmm. do during the holiday thing, asking the Gottman card deck, right? Asking mm-hmm. those questions while you're cooking Christmas breakfast or Christmas mm-hmm. lunch or dinner, whatever the tradition might be, right? Like getting yeah. to know your partner in a new way yeah. can be a really fun way to yeah. spend the holidays. Yeah. So having a good discussion up front about like, hey, this is a little bit different this year. Here's what we can and can't do. And let's let's talk about what would be fun for us as a couple to try. And a lot of couples I've noticed are very happy. They don't have to see their in-laws. So that alone is a Christmas gift. For well, <laughs> absolutely. For, for a lot of couples, there's going to be this like, great, we don't have the normal holiday pressures that are there because we can't travel as much or we're not going to see in-laws. So by all means, relish in that enjoyment that you can't do that. On the flip side, I also know for some couples, 
there are, you know, in some parts of the family, there, there's still some gatherings. And, you know, with, with COVID, people have different levels of what they're comfortable with. Um, I don't want to make a, a firm stance here because everyone gets to make their decisions. But there, there's a lot, particularly in the United States, where we live, there's a, there's a lot of different opinions of what to do. Yep. So there's also there, there's could be a lot of stress having to maneuver and talk with other family members about what to do. For example, if you have a family member who's like, from their perspective, we should still be getting together yeah. at the normal place, indoors, no, That's no one's okay. sick, you don't have to do masks, whatever. And then you have other, another family member who's like, no, this is serious. We should just cancel completely at the stay at home orders and never go meet somewhere. So there's, there is on the flip side, some stress to, to that situation. And that goes to one thing they definitely want to talk about in today's episode, which is encouraging couples to talk about where they stand first and what they want to do, like we were just saying, and then also couples supporting one another and talking to their families, which of course can be really hard if you don't already have a strong foundational communication set. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah setting boundaries and this setting year boundaries. is actually a really good <laughs> excuse i mean um a new way of doing things yeah that you can set a new tradition do yeah. you not want to see your in-laws ever again have well, that conversation with your partner and use this year as a template for <laughs> look we survived it right so many families don't yeah. want to change tradition for many yeah. reasons but normally yeah. because they're like they freak out going back to the attachment thing that we did mm-hmm. last episode like yeah. i don't know if i could survive it and it's like yeah. Well, everybody's, well, I shouldn't say that during COVID, but everybody will at least survive the fact that the tradition was not upheld and new traditions can be made, but that's the hard part about individuating as a couple Uh in, especially in times of holidays, regardless Uh again of a pandemic, the first holiday season as a committed relationship or in marriage, especially is usually very unique to navigate because this new couple, this new family, right? Two Uh people as a family, they want to have their own traditions. And then there's all this external pressure well we need to do this and that and well i have this thing or christmas eve at this or hanukkah like first night of hanukkah th- like there's yeah. all these other competing factors that when we really calm it down and boil it down it's like what do we want to do as a tradition does it overlap with our elders or previous traditions and if not how do we navigate that conversation right mm-hmm. yeah i i love in general in the holiday season particularly as family shift going from, a, well, let's start from scratch right? and saying, we obviously want to honor the traditions we love from our families, but we also don't want to feel pressured that we have to do all of them. Because if there's one thing that can really crank up the conflict in family dynamics, it are the shoulds, the judgments, the pressure that you have to do certain things. So generally just in any holiday season when there's a new family situation like either a new couple or new members to the family having a okay let's start from scratch and what do we want to do yeah and obviously there's going to be plenty of family traditions i would guess that both partners say well i would love to be able to do this but Mm -hmm. we'll 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 work together and collaborate on how to make it work well and then this year like you're saying what's great is maybe you kind of fell into some uh holiday traditions you're not really into anymore or you never were into. And this is a wonderful time to start making those shifts to go like, you know what? We're not going to go over to pop pops ever again. And that's fine. (laughs) And that's (laughs) Merry Christmas to all. (laughs) (laughs) And that's great. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know why that came but out. That's so funny. And you want what you have. Yeah. Right? Whether you're single or in a relationship, use yeah. this. I don't know why we have to wait for a pandemic to overhaul things. Personally, this could have been done years ago, but thinking of it like, yeah. let's see what we really want to do and not do. Yeah. And this is, it's almost like a very long game of survivor. And at this <laughs> point in the year, people are just like, I don't think it ever will go back to normal. And I saw, yeah. um, this is relevant in terms of like new traditions that I yeah. think are going to come out of this. I saw a thing, uh, meme the other day, of course, yeah. that was like, I can't be- like y'all were wilding before this year happened because we would just literally eat cake that somebody had just blown on after on a birthday. <laughs> yeah. You, that is kind of gross. I never thought about that. Right. Like yeah. this year is really having people do an inventory and yeah. that can happen. This is where it circles back whether you're single or whether you're in a relationship or not, right? Those, that doesn't make you as a person, right? Like you yeah. are whole as an individual, you are whole as a being part of a couple. It doesn't make or break you as a person. You're yeah. not better or le- than or less than <laughs> either yeah. a previous year, you or anybody else, because you are partnered or not. It's making the most of it and making new traditions in any situation that you're in, I yes. think, especially yes. around the holidays. And why? Absolutely. Uh, which I think is kind of like the, the main yeah. message to listeners yeah. is pay attention to that and give yourself that permission and be gentle with yourselves and your family members in this space. Yeah. One thing I was thinking that might be kind of cool um, as we, uh, I mean, we, we still have plenty of time on this episode, but wanted to like spend some time. I wanted to ask you, Talia, what are some of the things you're excited for this holiday season? Like, what are the things that you are doing, either old or, or new traditions, but just what are really fun things you're stoked for? I just want to kind of have a few minutes of just like this cheer and joy. Um, I'll share for me. Uh, I, sh- I should disclose, though, as we get into this, um, Ty and I both celebrate Christmas. Those are our holidays uh, yeah. for this year. But it could be maybe you have any other holidays that you're celebrating with other celebrating with other friends or also New Year's is coming up. So I'm kind of curious what what are some things that you're like most stoked for? Uh, I'm most stoked for hmm, food. I love food. I'm very food. Yeah. Yes. We have really good food around the holidays in my family. Um, Is there like a specific dish that your family tends to do or is it just more the family goes all out? So Chris, we both. (laughs) (laughs) Eve, we do um, raviolis and pierogies because half Polish, half Italian and German. Um, and then Christmas morning, we do a brunch mm-hmm. and then Christmas night, like the dinner yeah. we do, um, ham, like a yeah. full ham dinner. Yeah. And then I'm also like pseudo part of a family who is Jewish. So mm-hmm. I do Hanukkah with them mm-hmm. and we'll do like latkes, brisket, all the, mm-hmm. the delicious Jew foods as we yeah. like to call it. So nice. it is a huge thing. That's just yeah. why I'm working out so much lately. I'm like end yeah. the gym every single day to make sure I'm staying <laughs> because I have to offset the mass amount of food that I like to enjoy around this time of year. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm just looking forward to a good, like personally and professionally, like, this is yeah. a good time in business for me. So I'm looking forward to that and being able to support people around this holiday season because yeah. it is unique and unlike any other. So mm-hmm. that's been very fulfilling and rewarding. And I'm looking forward to having a break because I'm not going back to teaching next semester. So I, yeah. this like semester break is like permanent for me. So I'm very yeah. excited that I don't yeah. have to wake up and teach on Zoom anymore. So nice. those are three things like in terms of daily life that I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to, plus spending time with 
friends and family because uh -huh. we all do have to stay at home. So a lot of my people uh -huh. who I usually can't see around this time of year because they are traveling are here uh -huh. and we've been seeing each other safely this whole time. So uh -huh. now we can continue to see each other and it doesn't uh -huh. have to be this dramatic break. So. Yeah. You can continue to be, you know, I think the term we always use like the bubble, you know, the, in a sense, the quote, same household uh, and able to have those connections and still do that. So that's pretty fun. Yeah. I think for me, um, one of the things that is very different this year, so kind of linking to our earlier discussion of trying something new mm -hmm. and something that's new for me and my family that I've been really enjoying, I want to share in terms of gift giving. And it's interesting because it's exactly the type of thing that came from a brainstorm in my family for a new tradition uh, based on COVID, but it really has nothing to do with COVID. It was more just we were thinking outside the box, box of things we didn't like. And to be honest, so, you know, I'm, I'm in my mid thirties, my family were, you know, we, we don't have uh, like, you know, my sister and I, we're not kids or anything. And to be honest, like we're, we're all kind of minimalistic. We're not like item driven. Yeah, so, so like gifts and stuff, we still do, but the, it's always kind of been actually stressful the last few years. Like, well, what do you get someone when like, we don't really want stuff. And from that, when we were talking about COVID and how to kind of maybe shift some of our traditions to in the new space of 2020, yeah. this just got brought up like, Hey, it's not super fun for any of us in the family to buy gifts for the other as much. So my mom was like, what if I just gave you a budget? Mm -hmm. you go get what you want for yourself, wrap it, give that to me to open. And then I get the joy of opening something. I have no clue what it is and get to see the joy of your face, which for her was really the important value of the, the Christmas gift. I mean, if you're going to give something to someone is the excitement of something you don't know and the joy in that person's face. And I, I was kind of skeptical because I thought that was kind of odd when, when mom proposed it. Well, now I've, I've now been given that budget and I have purchased my gift and I am so excited. I wrapped it. It's under my tree and um, I can't say what it is because my mom, you know, probably listens to every single word we say in the podcast. So, uh, but you know, it's my mom, <laughs> it's a puppy. Thanks mom. Thanks dad. Um, but they're going to get to open it and see that. And then I actually get to share with them, you know, why I chose that uh, this yeah. year and that kind of thing. And that was something that I thought was really going to be lame. And honestly, I think I'm going to ask to see uh, how everyone else feels about it in my family. And let's do that again next year. Mm -hmm. You know, that was really cool. So I thought that was kind of a cool um, example from our discussion earlier about new traditions, about something specific in my life. More, more traditionally, I am a, uh, a Christmas tree ornament household. That's mm. how I grew up. So I, I, I love getting a fresh Christmas tree. It's something that I always budget for because I know there's a little bit more expensive than having, you know, your um, artificial trees that you store. So that's really fun to always go and get that. And then I have that Christmas tradition passed on from my family. We have like these heirloom ornaments that now I have possession of, including some, you know, from my childhood mm -hmm. that we get to put up on the tree. And they all have very deep meaning. Um, so for for me you look at my tree lights are cool the tree smells awesome and it's not like it's like the a decorated it looks like you know uh window perfect or instagram ready mm -hmm. it's just a, an eclectic cluster of random ornaments but for me every single one is meaningful mm -hmm. and then what's cool about that is in the past i've been able to share that with with people who would come and see the tree obviously there's less traffic flow in my household now 
because of COVID. So what I've just started recently doing is on different Zoom hangouts or different, you know, I did like a holiday party last Friday, kind of showing off on the camera, like, oh, I want to show you this really cool ornament, check out this thing and still get to tell that story, which is important to me. Mm -hmm. So just some fun ideas and kind of different pieces that we're doing. Um, in, in, I mean, I, I guess for me, I could ramble on about like kind of fun holiday stuff. Was there anything else this holiday season that you're particularly excited for? You want to share that holiday cheer with our listeners, um, that, that you're really, really enjoying this holiday season activities you do or new things because of it's holidays, 2020, anything like that. I don't know. Not, I think not besides what I've yeah. listed I think all those all, again this and I yeah. actually no I don't feel bad for saying it this year was one of like the best years of my life like yeah. pandemic aside like it really didn't change my life too much and so what if, yeah I'm curious about shopping I know you say I don't know if you do a lot of gifts or not another thing that I just thought of that's been really cool it's sort of a really a culmination of a lot of themes of 2020 um particularly about the crises of 2020s from pandemic economy and racial injustice one of my big things in searching for gifts for again in the style for myself or for the people I was getting for really trying to prioritize small business owners shopping online particularly black owned businesses so that's been a really really kind of fun thing so also I mean I know this is dropping like in the middle of Hanukkah this this episode is dropping in the middle of Hanukkah and like a a week before Christmas so this might be a little late but that's a really cool fun thing to be considering looking up, um, you know, small owned businesses and putting your money there versus the Amazons of the world, even though don't get me wrong, I I bought plenty of stuff from Amazon this year. It's just if you can look for those kind of gifts, that's been kind of cool. And I think that's going to be a tradition I try to be conscientious of. You know, I think in the future, that's something that uh, I want to pay attention to that I really wasn't in the past. I just, you know, got whatever I'd go to a mall and just pick up from the department store. Uh, so that's another thing that's been a cool movement of 2020 that I definitely jumped on the bandwagon for. So yeah, yeah some fun ideas. We do. I mean, we kind of do gifts yeah. to my family, but yeah, not really. Yeah. Like we usually just say like, what did you already get yourself this year that you want me to pay you for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really, and my mom will always, yeah. she just does that. Yeah. She'll always yeah. get gifts, but yeah. the rest of the family and extended family yeah. and everything, it's like, yeah. A phone call. Like, <laughs> I wish all that oh. money that they gave me as a child would be coming through still today. But <laughs> I think it was like 17 or 18. Everybody just stopped and it went all to little cousins in the family. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't like Frozen, but I'll take that doll. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it more than you having that doll. <laughs> <laughs> I like me having it more than I like you having it. So yes. <laughs> therefore, I like it. That's perfect. So let's wrap on that Christmas season tips and tricks. Steal from little children. It'll always go well for you. That's the holiday spirit. <laughs> like a reverse Santa. <laughs> yeah. Fred Claus, right? <laughs> <laughs> His very nefarious brother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well thanks for listening everyone I hope that brought a little bit of holiday perspective and cheer to your world in the holidays 2020 Mm -hmm. if you'd like to shoot us any questions or have a relationship question answered on air on the podcast uh, shoot us an email or a dm you can email us ryan and talia at thecouplesguidepodcast.com or dm us on instagram at the couples guide podcast 
Heck yeah. And we'll see you there. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful holiday season.